Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. I didn't understand. I, I I think it's just a bunch of rich people that don't have nothing else to do. 
And why do you want to continue to go see a record that's been there for what, 100 years? You fascinated yeah. about uh, uh, something wrecked in the ocean? I just don't get it. Um, I think it's going to look the same. It's going to be there. They're not going to never pull it out because it's become, quote, unquote, a tourist attraction. So, um, you know, I think people are just making uh, money off of just a part of history. I mean, like you said, if they're not going to bring it up, uh, you know, from the sea, why continue to, to send people down there? And um, from what I've been hearing, the communication is, hasn't been the best. So why no. would you continue to go down there? But it's, to me, it's a, like I said, it's about the mighty dog. You know, you get $250,000 per person, and it's five yep. or six people going down there one time. That's not a lot of money. Who Who is collecting that money? And is this a private company that's taking the people down there? I, I don't know. Is it? Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the gentleman who owns the company was more than the, the people in the ship at the time. He went down with everybody else. And, um, you know, it's a sad situation. But, uh, yeah, you're right. It's, it's the people that really don't have anything else. Well, they should have something else to do with their money, but they just want to yeah. sometimes learn the way they got nothing else to do. I don't understand. Just to say that you've been down there to see the Titanic. Okay, now what? What you going to do? I mean, let's see yeah, if you exactly. in somebody's pocket. It's just wasted, you know. Like you said, that money could go somewhere else to do some other good. Just go see yeah. an old record. Doesn't make sense to me. I think we all agree. Yeah, there's a lot going on here in this world. Sure is. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to keep it moving tonight. Kettle, can you give us uh, our brief rundown for tonight? What you got okay. for Okay. Sure. Uh, in focus tonight is the uh, June 2 celebrations um, in D.C. Um, that we've been through. Um, also, the Titanic submarine missing. I'm going to get more into that. Also, the crickets invade Nevada and Idaho. Interesting. Um a cocktail of the week. Um, we're going to get some information from Mr. Papa Didi. What's popping with Papa Didi? Uh, my brief wrap up with Hollywood. Hollywood wrap up, the kiss it list, and the last word. So um, sit back, relax tonight, and um, get into your favorite cocktail. And I guess we're going to get right into uh, our first subject. Yeah, go right ahead. And Kettle? You got the mic. You're up first. You go right ahead. Okay. What's happening with the Juneteenth celebration in D.C.? Um, well, they did a lot um, since Mr. Biden signed the, the bipartisan legislation establishing Juneteenth as the nation's newest federal holiday so that all Americans can feel the power of this day learn from our history, celebrate our progress, and recognize and engage in the work that continues. That's important, work that continues. Um, mm-hmm. So they had a, a big shindig at the White House on uh, Juneteenth celebration. I mean, you had uh, it was a concert, of course. They had some, some black folks up in there in concert. Um, they had uh, Medici. Um, they, had, they did the Steph Africa. Um, 
Tennessee State University Marching Band, Aristocrat Bands, um, Jennifer Hudson, Hampton University Concert Choir, um, the Fifth Jubilee Singers. Wow. Um, they had, uh, I guess he's using his real name now, Cliff, Cliff Method Man Smith. Um, also, Andra McDonald and um, the Broadway Inspirational Voices. Um, and quite a few celebrities. I saw um, Guy Lambert. He was there. I saw him on Instagram. And I saw uh, Lorenz Tate. He was real excited to be there at the White House. Um, I'm not sure if that was his first time or not, but he, he was very excited to be there um, at this um, celebration. So I guess they had a ball there um, at the White House. Um, they had other events going on. Um, they had a Juneteenth uh, celebration in Echo Glen Echo Park. Now, to me, my opinion, that's white white parks, and they had a Juneteenth celebration. It was something okay. called Diverse Voices um, uh, Juneteenth celebration. Um, this was the first of its kind um, there. So that's going on. Yeah, that's going to go on from the 17th through the 25th. Um, also, uh, Stone Brook Drive, Kensington, Maryland. What? Um, Temple, uh, Washington, D.C. Temple Visitor Center. Um, they're going to have uh, exhibits and stuff there. Hmm, interesting. And uh, Hyattsville, Maryland, Black and Blooming, Juneteenth Block Party. That sounds like a that's what happened on June 25th from um, 1 to 7. Uh, they got quite a bit here. So, yeah, a scavenger hunt. Oh, what was that going to be? Juneteenth uh, Poetry Slam. Uh, plus a cookout. They say you got to be 21 plus. I want no, you know what, there. <laughs> um, uh, another uh, Juneteenth Slam Poetry uh, as well. Um, something called Seven Black Minutes, um, seven black comedians from all over the country doing seven minutes of black um, hilarity, black culture trivia contest, and our best dress contest. Oh, okay, get $100. Why not? <laughs> um, okay. They've been doing stuff in, in Rockville, Bethesda, Germantown, Dale City, Virginia. Oh, wow. I mean, they get in at Potomac, Maryland. Chevy Chase Rome concert. Um, wow, I'm just blown away. It's like finally, you know. Um, I, I guess since the president put a stamp on it, I guess, hey, we better get on board. I mean, I think that's kind of what happened with the Martin Luther King thing as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess blackness is in. Blackness is in for a minute. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, for a minute. <laughs> Okay. Um, even over there in um, Old Town, Ellen Denby. I was like, ooh. Okay. That's pretty cool. So um, I'm right. just excited, and I'm just glad that, like, like I said, people are just coming to grips of uh, this is a federal holiday. President Biden has put his stamp on so. I hope the feeling lasts. Yeah. Kudos to the president. I, I wish I was a fly on the wall at the uh, White House. I'm not quite sure that was probably uh, spectacular. Yeah, yep. I'm sure. Okay, well, thank you for that update. I didn't know all of that was going on in the 
the non-black parts of the surrounding areas <laughs> in the D.C. region. Okay, cool, cool. All right, we're going to keep it moving and shift to you, Papa Didi. You were going to tell us more about the uh, Titanic submarine situation. What's happening with that? Papa Didi? Yeah, like I said, the uh, yeah, I'm here. My uh, I was muted there. Uh, like I said, you know, people spend these what we call enormous amounts of money, but you know, if you're a billionaire, you know, two hundred fifty thousand is really no money, you know, because it takes mm-hmm. uh, what a hundred million to make a billion. So, you know, it's almost like two hundred fifty dollars. In all actuality, and their money's making money every day, so it's a real it's a real situation where you know if you got it, you got it, and if you, if you had it for so long and you have generational wealth, you ain't thinking about it. So I think that's one of the things that comes into play also. But anyway, the uh, it was it was a massive uh, operation to find the uh, the missing uh, submerged. Submersible, as they call it. It would have five people aboard, which was intensified uh, uh, Wednesday, you know, with the, with the faith and hope emerging from the, uh, they heard banging sound, picked up from remote things in the North Atlantic that was going there to assist. And uh, But the, uh, the situation was the oxygen that's going to run out as far as the timetable is concerned. But... Even on the oxygen situation, that all depends on how people are breathing and how excited they are, you know what I mean? Because the more panicking you are, the more you're consuming oxygen. And uh, I don't know how the facilities are down there and things like that. So very interesting situation, you know, the submersible known as the uh, the Titan. You know, it began uh, each trip with a uh, 96-hour of life support they had been missing. It was missing since uh, last Sunday. You know, setting up uh, Thursday morning as a key target to find the vessel for whom the people was on board. And just to uh, <clears throat> talk about the whole situation, operation was still a uh, search and rescue mission. You know, 100%. Uh, U.S. Coast Guard Captain uh, Jamie Frederick stressed uh, this past Wednesday that it remains unclear whether the banging noises are from the uh, missing submergible set or it could have been just something underground. It could have come from the Titanic. The fact that you hear because the Titanic was so big, you know what I mean? And he said okay. the submergible is about the size of a minivan. So you're probably getting the sounds from the uh, Titanic they'd be hearing, you know. So, But um, yeah, everybody is, is, yeah, everybody's in on it, you know, the United States. Uh, Britain, uh, Canada, you know, because it's over there by, uh, it's near, like, uh, Cape Hatteras and um, Nova Scotia and all that jazz up that way, you know, because it was making its descent down toward, you know, New York and everything when it when it had its... Uh, Unfortunate situation uh, back then. So, and so right now it's uh, you know it's still up in the air as far as uh, 
what's happening with it, you know, as far as our recording time, you know, we apologize if something develops from the time that you you guys hear this particular recording, if we're behind on news that have been updated when you do hear this particular broadcast, we apologize if something developed uh, that we don't know about based on our recording time. So we, we pray for the families that are by involved. Like I said, the person that owns the company is on board the vessel as well as uh, four other people, a total of five. One, one person that's on there, he's on there with his son. So that's another situation on there. So like I said, the end results that are pending during our recording time of this particular broadcast, whatever you hear after the time of the when you hear this broadcast, uh, you know, we, we apologize that we're behind on the information that or updates are coming along. So, so we have well, I really, I really hope they find those people. I mean, it's not looking good, but anything could happen. So I hope yeah, they find them hope. and that they're still alive. Yeah, let's hope that they do, you know, because, uh, well, I'm I'm curious to know how how long has this um um stumper symbol or whatever they call it been tested, and how long has it been in existence? You know, the speculation about the testing is still still out there. You know, nobody wants to criticize right now. Right. Now the people are in jeopardy of it, right. but they some people said they needed more testing and all and. And I think the actual entering it down to prove that, you know, he's standing behind his own product and everything, but nobody wants to speculate right now the fact of what what what, what should have been done more or what have you, you know. Because it's all about right. the lives being saved. So really, nobody, you know, you can't really talk about the mechanical aspect of things now until we, you know, if the people are saved and people come up, then they could say, you know, you should have made the size of a Cadillac instead of a, Minivan or whatever, you know. Why? So let's see what's up. Let's see what's up. Yeah, because they. I, I from, just. From one, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead, oh, you go ahead. I was just saying that the um, they were showing on some diagrams online with his life support is from seventy ninety six hours for five people. So I'm not sure how long they've been down there, and uh, it doesn't look like the vessel is that big. So the the spaces are quite. Um, it said weighs um, 25,000 pounds, and the speed is three knots. I'm not sure, it's 3.5 miles per hour. So that's that's not very fast. It's a um, slow vessel. Well, they said only five people can fit in there, and that's without your shoes on, shoulder to shoulder, I guess. Right. I uh, see the configuration. It doesn't... You know, two up front and the three are like uh, assembled, like um, counterclockwise, different ways. But I don't know. Well, the thing that got me is that they said it it is not equipped with a GPS. And mm-hmm. I, my understanding from what I heard, and you tell me what you guys heard, they said that GPS would not work at that, those depths of the water but they've been they've been using text messages. So I'm trying mm. to understand how can you get a text message where you can't get GPS? 
don't they both use a satellite system of some sort? I mean, I'm just asking. I don't I don't know the technical side of GPS and texting. It just seems to me that you know, just like if I'm someplace and I lose a signal and I don't have a, you know, a good signal to get on my phone, I can't send a text message out until I get back in the signal range. So it seems to me that if text needs a satellite signal and GPS mm-hmm. uses satellite, why can't you get GPS at that depth in the water? And in my opinion, if you couldn't, then it didn't need to be that deep in the water. Right. When you can't locate well, a vessel. Yeah. From from what I'm reading, it says this um, uh, submarine symbol, that's what it's called, a small vessel with limited power reserve. It needs a mothership that can launch it and recover it. It can be manned or remote controlled. So the difference of a submarine, it could, it could um, carry its own weight and carry its own speed. So a submarine carries a crew and enough power to leave port and come back to port on its own power. So, so did the mothership lose it? That's a good question, too. I'm not sure. But... Uh, apparently so, if they can't retrieve it, um, you know, they say wow. reading is fundamental, so I didn't know all of that. I thought the thing just went down on its own like a submarine and comes back on its own, but apparently it does not. It needs a top shift that's um support ship to bring it back up. Yeah, I didn't know all of that. Interesting. Okay. Well, as Papa Didi said, you know, people, please send positive vibes and prayers to those folks in the recovery team that they'll be able to recover those folks. Oh, boy. Okay, well, on that note, we'll keep it moving. I got another one for you. This one is more like a disaster story uh, out of Elko, Nevada. There's a situation going on in Nevada where they are being, like, bombarded by millions and millions of these blood-red crickets that they call them Mormon, like like the religious group, Mormon crickets. They say these things are just everywhere, and the people there are saying that the it, it's like an invasion. They said it feels like a biblical plague where, like, these things are just everywhere. They're covering the streets. They're all over the grass, the vehicles. They're everywhere. And what makes it even worse is that they have this, when they die, they have this horrible smell. They say it smells like similar to the smell of burning flesh. Now, you can imagine how bad this is. These things are everywhere, and when I say covering the road, I don't mean like it's some over here, some over there. I mean literally covering the highways, and no matter what people do to try to get rid of them, they just come right back. And they said it's so bad that when they die or when they're just out there on the road, if cars travel over them, it's causing accidents, cars are sliding because not to be gory, but these bugs, you know, have a, a lot of 
liquid, I guess, juice in them, and it just makes the roads very, very slick. And cars are like skidding and stuff because it's like driving over an oil slick. And they're doing all they can. And now it's to the point where the residents are basically fighting back, trying to beat down these crickets. And part of the problem is that this particular breed of Mormon cricket doesn't seem to have what they call a natural predator. So there's not anything else in nature that just randomly and normally consumes them. Nothing's out there eating Mormon crickets. That's why there's so many of them. And they actually eat themselves. You know, the ones that are dead, wherever they are, the living ones will come around and eat the dead ones. That's how wild these crickets are. So, and and the reason that they're there is because there's tens of thousands of them that bury their eggs about an an inch deep in the soil, and then they start hatching around late May, early June time frame, and then for weeks and weeks after that, you get this invasion of all of these crickets, just causing all kind of problems. They call them cannibal crickets because of the way they eat their own dead, you know, I won't say relatives, but they eat the dead bugs. So the residents have taken to the <laughs> taken to the streets trying to do the best they can. They're out there with brooms, with uh, water hoses, uh, what's those other, pressure, the pressure water hoses, trying to see, you know, if you can like, just do anything to clear them out. People have tried leaf blowers. Uh, some guy was out there, a couple of guys were out there with snow plows trying to just clear the street of them. That's how, how much it is. It's like clearing up trash and debris. It's so thick and crazy. They say it actually just blankets the street. And, of course, they make noises. They pop and crack when you drive over them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Just the thought of it is giving me the creeps. So is this but, something yeah. that happens every year or is this something that's happened before? You they know, didn't it, say it's it happened before. It, mm-hmm. it looks like this might be something that has happened for the first time. Okay. One resident said they were driving and turned a corner a little too fast, and the car just started skidding because it was oh. so many of them on the street. They couldn't even get any traction on the street. So, you know, with the snow clouds and the water hoses and stuff, they're just trying to, you know, push them mm-hmm. down or beat them back as best they can until they're hoping, well, they're hoping eventually, you know, they'll just die out, but it's not looking too good. I saw one video of this lady out there swinging a broom at them. I'm like, that's not going to help, honey, but she tried. So, yeah, that's what's going on. So, and some of this is carrying over into Oregon, too, and Idaho, so, you know, because bugs fly. So in Oregon, the state lawmakers have allotted millions of dollars to try to figure out how to suppress these crickets. Now, I don't know if they came up with a solution yet. I think they're still trying to work on it, but it, it's rough. It's rough. 
All right. Well, wish them luck. They're going to need some. Mm-hmm. Oh, and to the, answer your question, Kettle, to answer uh-huh. your question, they do come out every spring or the summer. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. They say and that the first, ones that are born, then they mate and lay new generations of eggs in the soil that hatch the following mm-hmm. spring. And then some of them will lay in the soil dormant for up to 11 years. That sounds kind of like those, um, what's those other crickets that come out every, yeah, cicadas. Mm -hmm. Isn't that one every seven, seven years on the cicada? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy too. Yeah, that was very crazy. That's when when they make, (laughs) to make more, Mm -hmm. to keep moving. Yeah, oh, when they get busy, we, we, we need trouble. a cocktail. Yeah, I think we need a cocktail after that one. <laughs> yeah. That's making okay. my skin crawl. All right, what you got for right. the kettle? Cocktail and the barking you by kettle. Go for it. All right. This one's called the um, Royal Regatta. And uh, this chic cocktail will have you feeling like a royal in no time. If you want to um, feel really festive, Use London gin to create this royal wedding-inspired cocktail. All right. Uh, so we need one and a half ounces of your favorite gin. They prefer London uh, London uh, gin. I prefer Bombay Sapphire myself. Uh, half an ounce of lime juice, four ounces of Belvoir, uh, elderflower, rose lemonade. Wow, sounds fancy. And four yeah. raspberries. Okay. Combine gin and lime juice into a highball glass filled with cube ice and uh, top with some peeled elderflower, rose lemonade, and raspberry. Mmm. That's a very good question. That sounds good. Try that one. Royal Regatta. The Royal Regatta? Okay. I think I'm going to have to order one of those. I like that. Royal Regatta. All right, got it. The Cocktail of the Week is brought to you by Kettle and our parent company, D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. And we thank you for that. And we're going to shift over to Papa Didi. What's popping, Papa Didi? You're up. What's popping? Well, I was thinking about the... You know, y'all saying different things about Juneteenth and who is there and all that. And, and what you got to realize, too, is with the upcoming election, a lot of, uh, you know, we use the term Republicans and all that, but it's just, it's just white folks, man. They they don't want this stuff to be continuously happening. You know, this Juneteenth stuff and all that jazz. Because if Biden wasn't the president, that holiday, that holiday would never exist, first of all. Okay. Even though they both bipartisan voted on it, but somebody had to bring it up, and the president had to be behind it, you know. So in mm-hmm. my opinion, it wouldn't even exist. I mean, I mean, the holiday wouldn't exist. Juneteenth would always exist. So now I'm glad that it became a holiday where now we can uh, focus on what we're doing as far as uh, making that some kind of recognition, you know, to, to go in line with what we got going on with slavery. Because it seems like. Slavery is always on the back burner, so we don't talk about it enough. And, uh, but just on the whole, like I was saying, it, it just seems like 
Everybody's trying to keep things the way it was convenient for them. Even the gentleman's going to run against Biden during the election, uh, Kennedy. You know, uh, Robert Kennedy's son. Oh, right. Right. He's going to run as an independent. So he's going to take votes away from Biden during the general election. This is going to be very interesting because, uh, you know, he, if he's going to run against Trump, which I think he will be, he's going to need all the votes he can get. If this guy is just running for shits and giggles, man, he's not going to win. But he's taking votes away from the general election votes. And it's all about the Electoral College and, uh, and the votes and all. And uh, it's a real scheme. And, and, and the scheme is only going down so they can keep things the way they are. That's just the way things are. Everybody wants to – people that have been living the convenience of the white privilege want to keep things like they were because it was working for them. You know what I mean? It was working for them. So just just keep an eye on the fact that how people come up with stuff and, and the samples and everybody says things just to keep life suppressed as it is about stuff in the libraries and all that jazz. You know, just keep your eye on that. I'll keep it short. That's, that's why people want to keep it the way it is, because a lot of people want to keep the world the way it is. They don't want black people, Spanish people, nobody to take the lead no more on anything. Especially the fact we got a black vice president. Boy, they're hating that, you know. So, like I said, keep your eye out on that. That's all I got on that. All right, now. I agree. Okay. If they can roll back the clock, that's what some a lot of them would do to what they call the good old days. Wasn't that the, what they call the good old days? When you people knew your place? Oh, boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why I was so surprised to see all the um, Juneteenth um, celebrations. In these uh, different areas, we usually don't see it. Yeah, that's They're true. They're trying to pee us, I guess. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Very interesting. That's because you got a president that's allowing it or so making it happen and, and going, going along with it. But you put a Trump up in there, we'll be preoccupied by the BS, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you go down to Florida, you won't be doing none of that. That's true. Yeah. Santa said Florida is where woke comes to die. So, yeah. hey, if 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 I could steal like three minutes, I wasn't scheduled for. I'm just saying, but I did just want to piggyback on what Papa Didi was saying, mm-hmm. um, and talk about the the whole thing about the reparations. Uh, some of what you were saying earlier, Kettle, about Juneteenth and all. You know, it's interesting that the subject of reparations keeps coming up, and I read some stuff uh, about it regarding the White House celebration on Juneteenth. There were those who felt that uh, the White House should not have spent the effort to do a, a concert and a program, but they should have been more focused on reparations. And my question to them, to these folks who wrote that article is, what exactly is it that you expect is going to happen with reparations? I mean, based on 
all the black people in this country that are American black folks, are you expecting everybody's going to end up getting a piece of money? And is it even going to be enough that it's supposed to stimulate generational wealth? Because that was supposed to have been the point of reparations. It was supposed to be to repair. Reparation is is part of the word repair, to repair the damage done to black people's ability to maintain and establish generational wealth. When the West was being developed and all of those white people and white Europeans were given land by the government, black people weren't given a daggone thing. Now, black people worked and built this country, but those European whites and other whites were given land by the government to develop and farm and and do their thing. So if we're going to talk about repairing the damage, even if they gave all the black folks in this country some money, by the time it could be divvied up, what would it amount to? A hundred bucks a piece? Two hundred? Five hundred? Even a thousand? How is that going to help generational wealth? What can you actually do with a small sum of money? I think that state, uh, gosh, I forgot where it was now. Nevada, was it Nevada? It was somewhere out west. Uh, anyway, we talked about that story a few weeks back where instead of just giving people money, they put grants together and said, hey, if you want to start a business, you want to develop your neighborhood, you know, whatever it is you want to try to do, to bring things up and make it better, write it up, submit your request, and we've got grant money available. To me, that makes more sense because just giving people a piece of money, how is that going to establish generational wealth? That's all I'm saying. I just wanted to put that out there. When people keep saying, we want reparations, what is it that you really want? And do you even know what you're asking? Do you even know what was done in the past to create the problem? I'm just saying, folk need to definitely study and understand what happened, how it happened, and what are you trying to do, and how you're going to do it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that was my view. We discussed that. When we discussed that, that was my view. That was my strong view to say that. Really, what what can they possibly give us to make us? You know, and it would all boil down to like Denny's. Remember, Denny's had that lawsuit, and everybody ended up with like a dollar fifty a piece. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, for all the wrong. Now y'all get it: a dollar fifty, dollar seventy-five. Now go away. <laughs> so I, I think something like grants, at least, that's going to help establish some form of generational wealth if the business works. I mean, there's a lot of different moving pieces to that, but. I'm just saying, to me, that makes much more sense that if you establish a family-owned business or you come up with some kind of a, a, a collective gardening thing for your neighborhood, something that is going to be an established thing that can go on and on and on. Throwing a handful of dollars in somebody's pocket, they might as well just set that money on fire. But anyway, over to you, Kettle. What's going on with the Hollywood rapper? 
Good point. I mean, I mean, you got deep and then you said, okay, oh, I'm going to get them. <laughs> yeah, we're going to lighten it up. Lighten it up. Let's oh, go with some entertainment news. <laughs> yeah, with some entertainment news. Uh, okay. Papa Didi, can um, you give Cattle her intro? Hollywood. Ba, 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 Hollywood. Take it away. Tennessee. Tennessee. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, the captain is no support, no drama. The Maori gets to keep $4.3 million home in divorce settlement. You know, she's been going back and forth in divorce for about three years. Uh, she will not pay spousal support to Corey Hart. Um, hey, he makes his own money, so why should she pay spousal support? Um, settlement has been reached, and finally the, um, Divorce has uh, been finalized. Um, the two actors have agreed to an uncomplicated settlement that will allow both parties to care for and support their two children together on a regular basis. And we don't pay no proper support. They have two children, 11-year-old son, Free, and 5-year-old daughter, uh, Taria. Yep. Okay. As previously reported, both parties were granted joint and shared custody of their children. The former couple also settled on splitting the cost of raising their families, including their tuition, private school education, and so on. Maybe this is as much money as she is. So, you know, kudos to that. But it's interesting that, you know, she's all on social media. I guess she's doing that for her brand, so to speak. And she's just staying um, in the limelight. Um, Discontinuing her brand, you know, she talks about being free, so to speak, to do what you want, yada, yada, yada. So I'm not sure if the husband was trying to hold her down or what. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. Also, um, prayers going up for Quincy Jones. He was rushed to the hospital after medical emergency. Um... The paramedic uh, transported Jones to the emergency room to be checked out, and he was later released. His reps noted that he is feeling uh, much better. Great spirit. The 90-year-old icon, God, 90 years old, is a 28-time Grammy winner. The career spanning several decades. Um, wow. Christy Jones, American Music Awards, and so on. Um, Sounds like he was just, he had some um, food poisoning or something he ate um, that was bad. So, I mean, at 90 years old, I'm like, hey, never be too tall. Yeah. I'm I glad he's feeling better. Yeah. yeah. 90 years old. God bless him. Also, um, Pharrell, he's in the news. Uh, he introduced the new Men's Spring Summer Collective. 2024 collection. Um, he's the creative director of Louis Vuitton, his first show. Um, of course, you know, he did the sounds of the Neptunes um, to his street, oh, sorry, street innovation, sneaker design and adventures in Chanel Women's Street. Pharrell Williams has covered a lot of ground in purveying uh, new artistic ideas, whether they be uh, Sonic or Sotario. So, um, hey, everybody was in attendance. Um, 
the Jay-Z's and the Beyonce came out, Beyonce. She stopped her tour. Hey, she said, I need to go to this show. Um, of course, Kim Kardashian, um, Rihanna, and ASAP. Um, so, they had a whole host of friends. Um, Kelly Rowland, I saw a picture with Beyonce and Jay-Z. Uh, entertainment, um, Kendrick Lamar, who opened it up. Um, so it was an awesome show. Matter of fact, you can see it online, the entire show. Check it out. Wow. Uh, also came out the woodwork, uh, Jada, Jada and um, uh, Jaden and um, what's the uh, the daughter's name? Uh, Willa. Willa. They came mm-hmm. out to support as well. See, they've also been in, in um, uh, these uh, fashion shows as well. Yeah. Shows. Mm-hmm. Jaden mm-hmm. was modeling for a while. Right. That's what I thought. He yeah. was um, in print. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, and also, last but not least, check out this, this new movie called Sentiment. Um, uh, director of debut Brian Keith Montgomery Jr. Um, he's going back to the um, 70s movie. He has Pam Greer and um, uh, Damon Wayans in the movie. Uh, you have to check out the trailer. I just checked it out. It's interesting. Um, had a good and what's it called? As well. Cinnamon. Uh, hmm. so. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. That's the movie to see for this. Uh, this All righty. All right. Thank you, Kel. Thank you, thank you. That takes us down to the kiss it list. Papa Didi, if you could tell everybody what exactly is the world-famous kiss it list. Kiss it list is kick them in the butt and ask people to show their butt, honey. And um, as normal, these are suspects. Your boy DeSantis and oh yeah, people around the world lousy customer service skills. Yeah, keep them on the list. Um, also, Marjorie Taylor Greene for her usual antics. Candace, uh, what is that woman's name? That black woman that says a lot of crazy stuff, like she hates herself for being black. Candace, uh, whatever her last name is, her. She's going to kiss it, miss. Mm. I don't understand what her problem is, but there's something wrong with her. Uh, let's what, see. Was she, what is she into, politics or something? You know, that's a good question. She's always in the news making ignorant statements, but I have yet to really understand. So what exactly is her job? Right, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know if she's, is she in, uh, Candace Owens, that's her name. I don't know. Okay. Um, she's just listed as an author. I'm like, so what did you write? Mm. I'm, I don't know. I think she has some book out or something, but she's just always in the news saying a bunch of crazy stuff. Wow. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, she was saying that Juneteenth is a made-up ghetto uh, holiday. 
I'm like, mm-hmm. you're a black woman. Why are you even? Why are you even speaking on that? Come that's on. Are, because, are you serious? That's yes, because her parents didn't teach her nothing. See, you you not. also you got to find out people's background, where they come from, how were they raised. Some of these jokers could have been raised in the projects. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with being raised there, but some people didn't learn nothing in their life. You know, they just had a little whatever situation they was dealing with, and now they're 35, 40 years old. They don't know jack. You know, because life just went by so fast. Yeah, that's true. You know, but she got two kids by two different guys, probably. You know. Uh. He took the time to have two illegitimates. Um, oh, I had one more. I, I don't know the woman's name, but it was a Karen out of Toledo, Ohio. They called the police on shoppers, and this was at a Bed Bath & Beyond, Toledo, Ohio. She called the police on two black shoppers because she felt like they had too many high-end products in their basket, and they're walking around in the store. She was afraid that they might have been planning to steal items. So she called the police on them. I'm like, are you serious, lady? What, black people can't buy expensive items in your crazy store? So, yeah, so that Karen, um, I'm putting her on the kiss it list. I was through the pants off of her and the store. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Uh, anybody else for this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, DeSantis. Oh, y'all, y'all forgot 45. Did you say 45? Yeah. He's always on the kiss it list. Yeah, permanent fixture. Yeah, yeah. and his uh, circuits of lawyers put all of them mm-hmm. on the kiss it list. Mm-hmm. No, two, two people have gone... Uh, ghost, Roger Cadell, and Kraft. I haven't heard no more about Kraft. I guess Kraft went on even walk. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. After that scandal, he just disappeared. He sure did. Underneath the radar. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right. Well, what we got, what we got for him? Oh, we got a special prize for him this night. And here it is. Kiss my entire And we're down to the last word for tonight. Papa Didi, what's your last word for tonight? 
Well, welcome to summer. Summer happened back on uh, Wednesday the 21st. And uh, one more thing I want to say uh, that I was on the fence with the whole uh, daylight saving time, but I think it should stay year-round, you know, because I like it being light at 5 o'clock in the morning like that, and I like a few hours of lightness in the evening. So don't get rid of it. Don't don't put them clocks back no more. All that early darkness and all that stuff and getting dark and getting light at seven thirty, quarter eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice all right. Okay, well my last word is when people start talking about reparations, study up on it first. And if before you ask for it, come up with a plan. Let's not just put out signs and chant and march and say we want reparations if we we collectively don't even know what it is and how is that going to work. So how about before we say we want it, let's come up with a realistic plan that's really going to benefit the people. And that's my last word. Kettle, what's your last word? Well, my last word is uh, still our mayor needs help. Gun violence hasn't changed. It seems like it's gotten worse. Uh, my solution, one would be uh, curfew for teenagers. If you're 12 and 17, you need to be in the house by Thursday. Um, you know, unless you have a work permit, you're out working or whatever. Or be with the parents. Um, the mayor announced uh, about uh, programs and stuff for the summer. Um, over you know, 15,000 jobs, I guess, um, that are going to be there, six different programs they can get into. Um, but there needs to be a way they can get to them or market to the teens in some way or to the families or to the parents. Um, these kids on the phone all the time, market the, um, the jobs um, on the phone, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's like they have to be led to it, so to speak. I just, you know, hope and pray things are going to change a little bit this summer, but the hotter it's going to get, the worse it's going to get. After a while, they just gave us a clink, clink it down. So I just wish she would just, you know, start now. I guess she's trying, but she still needs help. All right. Yeah, those are good points. Yeah, I think it's just going to be a collective. It's going to require a collective effort from a lot of different sources. And until people stop fighting over whose plan are we going with, who's in charge, and just figure out how to work together to solve the problem, that problem is just going to continue to grow. Easter. All right, well, that does it for us for tonight's edition of A Pajama Party Show. You can check us out online at apajamaparty.com and everywhere where you get your podcast. So we're about to get on out of here because we still have Juneteenth parties to go to. So let's say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Kettle. Good night. And this is Red Wine saying good night. Until next time.
We're Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatetsi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night.